a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. But this box can hide a secret inside. Can you guess what is in it today? This is Podrophenia with Piley and Mondo. Hello, good evening and welcome to the 13th anniversary Podrophenia show. Hard to believe we've been rocking for all these years, but here we are. And as always, here's a couple of lucky Lukes ready to entertain you with tunes and waffle. It's Mondo and Piley. She was a peeper through the window When she looked at me, boy, you thought I was a sinner Lights out Lights out I'm glad now that the lights were out Sister knows more about What to do when the lights go out 
Loving on the front post, sitting on a swing. I can almost hear those wedding bells ring. Lights out. Lights out. I'm glad now that the lights are out. Sister knows more about what to do when the lights go Amazing, isn't it? I'm gonna just thanks for listening and good night. That's incredible. That was gone, Jerry. Which uh, Jerry was it? That was Jerry Byrne. Lights out, right? Okay, and uh, I can't I can't look and either talk in a microphone or look at you. It's That's up right. to you, whichever Let one you, you want. Yeah, we'll rotate, do one bit of a jaunty <laughs> angle, but I'm not being rude. <laughs> But he's back to I can hear you. That's, that's enough. fine. That's it. Yeah, that's enough. It's enough for anyone. I do. <laughs> so, um, Jerry so Byrne. With, lights out. That was lights out. Yeah. And uh, started off with uh, Fat Domino, the Fat Man. That's a what a, what a tear up. What a double whammy. Yeah. Wallopers. What's, what's the theme? <laughs> rock, rock. Say you got a stiff neck. So <laughs> they got a body cast on or something. So, oh dear. Uh, <laughs> give them oh, the cold shoulders for the whole thing. So um, I can yeah. feel it already. You know the heat. Yeah, I know. I think and, the, and the stiff neck. <laughs> His microphone's going to flop in a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, the theme's rock and roll. It is. Oh, amazing! That, I, I think we did it years and years and years ago. So we're overdue for a revisit. Did we really? That theme. Probably in a, another decade. Wasn't when it? the old uh, when the old Steve Hooker came in once. Oh, you might not yeah. have been in for it. I don't it. think I was here for no, it. Exactly. So it's your first. Yeah. Yeah. Mark was in for it. Yeah. There we go. And we have got Mark Reffin on the deck. So great to have uh, Marmite oh, back yeah. with us. Fresh from, there you go, fresh from Box of Delights. Save the day. And uh, all over the ship full of bombs, really is. So, uh, like the ship's cat all over the Mr. place. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mr. Ship full of bombs. Exactly. So, um, a great reunion. I, been, I don't know, we've all been in the studio together since? Well, it must be oh. three years or Pre-Covid days. Pre-Covid days, got to be at least. Yeah. Pre-Popopedia. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we had old Popopedia. Sort of twister. Yeah. So, yeah, it's rock and roll. We're celebrating 13 years. Incredible, isn't it? Oh, it's ridiculous. I know. We, we were saying before the show we only did uh, that, that first one first for a laugh, didn't we? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, we, uh, I found another picture the other day. You know, it's always that same one we drag out every with year. With the old dangly microphone. Yeah, there's another one when we're in the same same place with the microphone on the mm. on the ball pit yeah. thing. But uh, it, we don't look any more professional. Well, well, in it, some it, ways, we never did get any more professional, <laughs> did we? You've been saying that for a special occasion, that one. Yeah. For like I'm Flashback Friday that. or something. Yeah, no, I'll use it when we... Um, Throughout the Thursday, or whatever it is. When this goes out, which is today, of course. Of course, yeah, we're not pre-recording at all. <laughs> so this is going out live. Happy 28th or <laughs> whatever it is. So, yeah, 13 good years. Incredible. I didn't oh. get the old... Uh, oh, is that, is that the Queen coming in? So uh, getting a special telegram. Yeah. Due for it. Long service award. Um, so. Yeah, so it's mad, isn't it? It is incredible. I know. Is that three decades now? We are three decades, yeah. Three decades. Which in. makes it sound even 
more decrepit than that. <laughs> That's right, it is. I, was, I, I can't think of any radio stations either, five at least. Oh, easy, yeah. Mm. We, we kill them all off. <laughs> we killed right. off a couple of websites, yeah. killed off a few acts. That's right, yeah, exactly. Uh, they'll curse Apodrophenia. Look out, That's Ethan. Right. Yeah, exactly, buildings. So. Look out, Ethan, the curse Apodrophenia. <laughs> Beware. Yeah, we must say... Uh, uh, go, go on. Uh, no, I was going to say that um, you'd think by now, like when we do an anniversary show, it'd be nice to sort of do like a best of, wouldn't it? Or something <laughs> like that. We've only got 13 years worth of material, so we ain't got enough to fill up yet. <laughs> Yeah, Best bits. 90 minute, 90 second clip at the end. <laughs> editing highlights. So, and of course, not only celebrating rock and roll, uh, what a great shout that is. And um, there's so many tunes to, to sort of dig into oh, it there. So many nuggets night, to sort of unearth. It's just incredible. What a minefield you go in so many directions with that as well. Um, we've got live music. Brilliant. Yeah, exactly. From Ethan Wilson. Fantastic. Oh, what a treat. Hello. Oh, great <laughs> to have you on board. Fantastic. First appearance on Shipful of Bombs. Yeah. So he heard it here first. What a fan! It is shirt. first appearance on Chip Bullock. Yeah. No other. Yes, first one. Excellent. You first done, one. Have you done radio anywhere before? Uh, I've I've uh, <laughs> I've appeared live on radio on the telephone once. Oh, how did okay. that work? Uh, that was when I was playing with Lotov for a oh, while. Okay, oh, right. And they uh, we sent our single in some other guy, and then he got some plays. Mm. And uh, heck, we even got a mention on BBC six, BBC Six Radio because uh, Ted and Tom's dad Mark wrote in and they mentioned our <laughs> names live on Radio Look Six. Look at this! Well, there yeah. we go. So uh, you could say I'm a consummate professional. Yeah, this, this <laughs> exactly. is a little bit of a come down for you. Then. <laughs> no, right, this, yeah. is, this is me on my way up, mate. Yeah, that's true. I'll be bootlegging this soon. That's what will be going on. So Ethan's in here a bit alive, and at the end, you're you're taking over the decks. Oh, yeah. And giving us a few tunes. I bet yeah, there's f- some surprises. Well, you can't well. get out of it now. Oh, too late. We've locked the door. We're, we're off. We're going home and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. We've locked the door as well. There's no escape. So uh, it's brilliant. Should we have, have a couple of tunes there? Yeah, go on. Stop us uh, nattering on. We're, we're doing it slightly different this one, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing two. Uh, two, two, and two. And I think you've got also you've got some puns. Oh, I have, yeah. Well, thanks for reminding me. I completely we, forgot we, about we those. Should have, we should have a roundup of what's coming up on Shipful of Bombs and what's been gigs and such like. So Definitely. So I'm going to go in well, with a tune. Oh, uh, a I don't think two hours is going to be enough. No. <laughs> we'll extend it. We'll do bonus content <laughs> for downloaders only. You were saying about your your um, Fonzie's favourite, wasn't you? Fonzie's favourite, yeah. Uh, Before uh, I, I, I brought it in. I, I've talked about this uh, uh, periodically throughout the whole 13 years mm. of... Uh, uh, Podrophenia, because you had your uh, Goofy, Goofy Greats on Kato Records, which, yeah, which, which is a gateway to all sorts of things. Exactly, uh, and this was my gateway. Uh, my dad used to, he worked in the docks, and I never got it at the time, but he used to come home with all these albums for a pound, <laughs> and I never knew where they came from, they were in a pound, and we had all the latest stuff, and there was always a pound, and I think someone was relieving... Uh, some yeah. sort of lorry. Something that burned off the ship. I, I believe. I yeah. don't know. But every so stuff came out, and he goes, Oh, you like Happy Days, don't you? Yeah, I love it. Because there you go. And I, couldn't, I just couldn't believe me luck. It wasn't even Christmas or anything. And he gave me this album, and I just played it non stop for, for years. Yeah, it's amazing. And album. it introduced me to so many, you know, you knew all the, you know, the obvious rock and roll things that yeah. are on the radio, but the stuff that was on here, and it just opened up. This was before I was even into Elvis. Mm. Oh, oh, right. Had, uh, yeah. So, so what's on there? Go on, give us a couple of dig in. Uh, well, you've got um, Cole Perkins, Blue Suede Shoes, yeah. Everly mm. Brothers, All After His Dream, Rip It Up, Little Richard. Yeah. You've got a few, uh, Rock Around the Clock, Bill Haley. Mm. You've got a few like obvious ones. And then it goes into like uh, Just Walking in the Rain, Johnny Ray, yeah. 
Big Man, The Four Preps, uh, Singing the Blues, Guy Mitchell, Ooh, yeah. Rhythm of the Rain, The Cascades, Tallahassee, Tallahassee Lassie, mm. Freddie Cannon, might be giving that a bush later on, Running Bear, Johnny oh, Preston, yeah, I was absolutely mm. obsessed with that one. Does he, um, does he, is it a sad ending on that one? Does someone drown in the river on that one? I think so, yeah. Yeah, trying to get across the side. A public information film, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, and there's this really weird track at the end of side one called The Impressionist Theme. And I thought, oh, I don't know that one. And it's just like someone pretending to be the Fonz for about, it, yeah. about a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's, that's about. That sounds really good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's an official the release. They might as well got the Fonz on to be the Fonz, won't they? That's oh, true. No, it's okay, okay release. Yeah, that's true. Um, Is it on Spotify? <laughs> yeah, oh, we could play. Yeah, we could do the impression. If we get the chance. Well, the old impressionist theme. Yeah, why not? We'll give it a go later. Yeah, exactly. If we don't run out of time. Some Warwick crossed. Records up. That that name we all know and love. And it has got the Happy Days theme on there. Of course, as well, it has. of course. So, yeah. There you go. Get it at any market store boot sale for at least 50p. Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah go on. these days go on. it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't got it in on this year yet. Have I, like, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, go on. It's, it's easy worth 50, 60, 70, maybe even the full pound. <laughs> I thank you. See you, ne- see you again next year. <laughs> That's what taxi to pull up outside. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm go Johnny, on, play a record quick. Johnny Burnett. This is going to be Johnny Burnett, train kept to rolling. The reason I'm playing it is because. Uh, uh, I'll tell you another side actually. I've had enough of our clattering on for a while. Do you maybe love me, baby? 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 Do you ma
There we go, Winona Carr, um, Touch and Go. I don't Maybe. think it was on Fonzie's favourites. <laughs> That's on volume two, have you not got that one out yet? <laughs> the rematch, him yeah, and the Tuscadero. It's a delay at the pressing plant still for that <laughs> That's one. That's right, yeah, exactly. So that's Winona Carr, Touch and Go. Um, that was a regular play at the railway on the, on the Sunday sessions. Ah, and you'd right. get all the, yeah, um, yeah, all the strolls sort of dancers all getting Course. up and doing their steps and yeah, whatnot brilliant. to it. So, um, yeah, that's a right old stomper. Not too fast, not, like, politely rocking. And before that, Johnny Burnett, uh, Train Captain Rolling. Sort of slightly yeah. rockabilly vibe. Um, it, was, it was a big cover with people like, you know, um, the Yardbirds used to do it, made a fantastic mm-hmm. go of it. Hanoi Rocks did it, of all the people. And that's how I got into it, through seeing Hanoi Rocks. Aerosmith. But um, for some reason, Motorhead did it as well. But then after that, it <laughs> seemed to um, just disappear. No one seems to cover it anymore, which is a shame. It's an absolute corking riff. So um, that was those two. There's a real sort of, uh, I can't think who did it, but like a real sort of um, almost like uh, Louis, what's what's his name? He does uh, King of the Swingers. Louis Armstrong? No. No. Louis Louis Vega. Louis Prima. Louis Prima. Louis Prima. There's there's a version, it might even be Louis Prima. uh, Just drank it to rolling. Drank it to rolling. Real sort of old school version. Oh, I'll have to check it out. I used to have on the old... um, that was in my DJ box. Really? Yeah. Louis Prima doing... I, th- I think it was... I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. But uh, it's always a winner. I've, I've yet to hear a bad version of it. Whoever's, whoever yeah, you're right. It, so yeah. that riff is just an absolute killer. So, uh, yeah, we need, need someone to factor that back in again. So, here we go. So that's our lot. Are we going to bring our guest in now, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Ethan oh. Wilson, look at that. How do you, gang? Oh, great, great to have you on board. What, what a oh. treat. All right, lads. There you go. Look yeah, at that. Look at that. Yeah. And just like that. You're in. <laughs> Six foot one. <laughs> How you doing, Jack? All right? Yeah, Lovely, how are you thanks. doing? Thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure. It's, uh, 
I, I've been wanting to, I've been talking to Ian for ages about this and like to be able to do this is just lovely. I can't thank you enough for having me on. No oh, worries. Let alone letting me uh, Likewise. do some pick do a couple some, of tunes for pick you. A tune yeah, and play a tune. To that. yeah, I'll write up for that. You know, so we, how long how long have you been going, like playing sort of gigging on the uh, scene? gigging on the scene? Oh, I mean I've been playing guitar for what I think is like six or seven years now. Blimey. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's that's about I mean like I, I did pick up on it when I should have been like either revising for exams or like being interested in girls yeah. but it that wasn't the case yeah. i um as i'll illustrate later on uh there was a pivotal moment in my Ooh. career mm. okay say so career in my life that involved school roughly and i and then from that moment on there was nothing else other than oh, wow. playing guitar and singing um and then since that point i so you know I, I had a couple of school bands here and there and then um and then my, f you know, just been playing. And then my first proper proper gigs were sort of on the. Well, I got, I, I really started cut my teeth when I was playing the Smugglers Den, right? A lot. Oh, yeah. Jay West. Uh, Jay West. Yeah. yeah. Jay West is. I, I'm very fortunate to say that like I know one of my heroes is and Jay, and he's always <laughs> yeah. been, he's always been a a champion in my corner. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, so that that that's. I've been going for about six seven years now playing, albeit proper gigs. Sort of like I want to say the last four or five years or so. Yeah. I kind of squirreled myself away for the first two, and you know did me work a bit. Yep. I didn't write a song for the first year of guitar playing because you know no one wants to hear a first <laughs> first week song. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like you can barely work your way around an A chord, let alone a, a verse and a chorus. But um, yeah, no, I so I I studied. Uh, I say studied. I learned to play guitar for a bit, and then I went to uni for a year. Didn't like it. Um, oh. I was expecting it to be a bit like fame, uh, <laughs> right, and everyone right. was doing the the, <laughs> the singing and dancing bit. Uh, and instead, I was ingratiated uh, by people being like cool students, like, mm, you right. know, smoking the devil's lettuce and oh, getting yeah. drunk all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas I was wrapped up in bed eating a break or tight watching Dad's <laughs> Army. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, I prefer. Uh, rock and roller. Uh, you know, <laughs> m I have the rock and roll chop, but the rock and roll attitude, maybe not so much. I, uh, I'm a firm believer in, you know, I'm rock and roll because I say I am, not yeah, because not. Uh, exactly. I act the way I do. So I've seen you play at Peggy Sue's yeah. years ago, well, pre-lockdown. Pre yeah, way <laughs> pre-lockdown yeah, way pre-lockdown doing that the most recently we saw you at the folk festival on yeah. the mm. big flamingo stage and what a set that was yeah that was Incredible. that was that was great actually that was uh i i'm a firm lover of backline sets yeah um because i think it's a real tester of a band mm -hmm. uh because like uh my attitude towards like gigging in general especially like when you're starting off not that i'm saying i'm accomplished or anything but like I'm a firm believer in like a band should be able to just plug up and play yeah. and like tear the house down and then you can worry about the rest of the things. So like, uh, and to be fair, you know, I've got such an incredible band behind me. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Terry Chaney on the bass and Roy Weber on the drums too. Yeah. Absolute local legends. Um, oh, legends yeah. is just let alone. Yeah. Um, for them to extend the favour and, and let hmm. me uh, pick a lock along top of them is just the best. So um, yeah, that gig was, was just great, you know. The sun was shining. Yeah. I had my sunglasses on. Gig with sunglasses is always better than a gig without. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. You can uh, wear them anyway. Even any, any chance to play a gig with sunglasses on yeah, yeah, makes like, it. It can like even take a naff gig and make it great. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Because the pictures are going to be excellent. <laughs> That's right. They're always going out of shot. That's right, exactly. Yeah, you, you might look like, you know, you're absolutely having a, like, a dreadful time. Yeah. 
you know, everything's gone wrong. You've forgotten the words. The trousers are split, but you've got sunglasses <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. And you look cold. great. That's right. So, yeah. That's a good tip. You can't get the gas plumber to go anymore. That's out. So no, no. no I, yeah, yeah. And I, I long for the days to be able to, like, I would never look cool with having a cigarette poking out the top of my guitar. Yes. Um, but it's I long for the days when that was cool. Uh, Steve Hooker was the last one to get away with that, I think. I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So what was it that made you pick up and play, or, or did you come on to that later I'll on? I'll come on to that later oh, if that's allowed, right. yeah, I don't want to cool. give it away too no, soon. No, that's right, tease us in with a bit of that, yeah. you know. And cause, uh, I saw your, your previous band, the... Uh, last Old Fashioned. I saw the first ever show, which was at El Rey. Yes, it was at El Rey, oh, oh my, my goodness. God. I yeah. remember, I, I, we went to El Rey every month religiously, mm. and... That one just sticks in my mind so much because you blew the roof off of it, and that there was, was a buzz going around the room after you finished. It was like, don't fancy whoever's got to follow this. That was that was that a was really special gig. I remember incendiary. that. We we had that was before we sort of made our leap towards uh, sort of sixties beat sound. So by that mm-hmm. point, we were sort of fairly well. We were brand new. We'd only been a band for about three or four weeks. We had uh, Ted Groves on drums, Tom Groves on bass, myself on. Uh, guitar and vocals yeah and uh richard thornett he was incredible on uh on the keys who is one of the best piano players i've ever met um just a phenomenal musician um and that gig was great the terrifying thing about it was actually was we'd been practicing a set full of like you know like 70 percent covers 30 percent originals and then a week before the gig, Mark comes along, Mark it's Schubert, and he's like, oh, it's all originals, by the yeah, way. And yeah, Ted yeah. said that to me, and I was like, oh, my bum was chewing my shorts, because I was like, well, <laughs> here we go then. And then before we knew it, we, we must have spent, we must have spent, a, well, at least a week just getting a bunch of originals oh, down. Oh, wow, that quick. I didn't yeah, that. Uh, there, was, there was one song that we did. Uh, we, we played a really smacking cover of Hillbilly Blues, an Eddie Clearwater song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, we liked the groove so much that I just said, well, we'll play the groove and I'll just sing my own words over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, that's the formula for rock and roll as it is, oh, you know, exactly. take someone else's and make it your own. So have any of those songs uh, survived into your... Yeah, uh, I, I still play Hillbilly Blues now. Uh, actually, no, a lot of the original songs have as well. Because mm. um, the, the thing is, when I was, you know, in, in previous bands, not just with Lot of... Uh, in my older bands like uh, the Noise Merchants who was like the school that I graduate the, the band that I graduated school with yeah, yeah. there was a bunch of songs that I played with them but there was also like the real sort of rock and roll songs that I was afraid mm. to scare people with <laughs> you know like when you go oh you know boys it's just one chord it's all groove and they're like yeah. nah, not so sure about that um, you, you like you, what can you do it's okay but um, yeah there's a bunch of songs that have graduated through that because I was when I when I finished my first band and then sort of went on my own for a bit, I kind of wrote a lot of songs off because I was like, oh, you know, I can't play them because they're, you know, I play them with my old band. But then I sort of realised, oh, well, actually, that that's the that's the fun of a song is it lives yeah, it lives forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I still play. There's a song that I've got called "Give In to Me." I don't play it with my band so much now, but in my solo sets I do, and that's right back from. That was one of the I, I wrote that about a girl I had a crush on. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. And, you know, if, if anyone can take anything about rock and roll, the best time to get into it is when you're a 16, 17-year-old yeah. because that's when it's, like, the truest. You yeah, know? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. right, exactly. That, you get that sort of buzz to pick you up. You do. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. And, like, I, I, remember, I remember being 16, 17 years old and watching a video of Tony Joe White with his oh, big God, yeah. sideburns and his deep, you know, yep. chocolate voice. Yeah, yeah. And, and going, going to my mum, oh, man, I wish I was as cool as Tony Joe White. Yeah. And her words... 
have echoed to me to this day. She was like, you have your Tony and Joe White. Do your Everly Brothers now. She's like, oh, do, yeah, okay, be yeah, the Everly yeah. Brothers, be Buddy Holly, yeah. be small, you know, do yeah. Wake Up Little Susie, then we can do Poke Salad Annie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, yeah. That's a really good point. She, My mum uh, has always been rather, uh, she is a linchpin in my musical taste right. and my my way of being. She's a remarkably harsh critic, yeah. very fair critic. Yeah. Um, For a long, long while, I would come home and... I'd play something on the guitar and I'd be really proud of it and I'd go to my mum, oh, she's like, what do you think of this, mum? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, get back to me when you can play Johnny Be Good. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And so the day I played like... Johnny Be Good note for note, it was like, <laughs> it was like I'd, I'd climbed Everest. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it's such the karate kid there, isn't it? Yeah, With she... the guitar. Oh, Clary Wilson. Claire Wilson, who's a costume designer extraordinaire, by the way. Give her a little plug there, mum. <laughs> um, she is an absolute force of nature. Uh, single mum absolutely incredible and she will always she'll always be the first person to tear someone else's head off if they criticise me but she will mm. put me through yeah. the ringer herself <laughs> she why not <laughs> yeah because it's all for, all for your betterment as well yeah what, so did she bring much music onto your radar as well yes yeah, she did she uh, I remember when I was little she absolutely hated kids TV programmes like Barney right yeah. and stuff so I was not allowed to listen to any kids music I had to listen <laughs> to proper music and, yeah. and her idea of proper music was Jules Holland Oh, okay. So um, I can remember absolutely losing my mind as a baby to uh, the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Double O Boogie or, or the oh, hand okay. that changed its mind. Yeah. With, you know, Dr. John on there? Yeah. And like that, I can, uh, hmm. do you know what was funny? I, I used to listen to that on repeat when I was little. And then when I grew up, I'd sort of forgotten about it for a while. And then one day I was just like listening to music and then I'd stumbled across Jules Holland and it was like someone had... Mm. awoken a, a, a song yeah, or yeah. a memory that lied dormant for the best mm. part of 15, 16 years. That's the equivalent of my Fonzie favourite. That's yeah, your, that's yeah, your that's favourite. Exactly. It's, it's, it's Jules Holland has always been a huge part and that is solely down to my mum. Um, so much of my musical taste is down to my mum actually yeah. when I think about it. Um, Cause I guess you'd have, you'd have grown up listening to what she liked, what she was playing. Yeah, well, you, I, you, you say that. Uh, my mum, her music is just spectacularly eclectic. Yeah. Um, my nan and my granddad used to look after me when I was at school because mm. uh, mum was off working. And my nan, my family is a massive Elvis family. Like, right, we right. have always been family rockers. Mm. We are proud of that. Mm. Um, still am. Yeah, of course. Oh, I, I flicked the V's at the, uh, <laughs> at the uh, what's it called? The, the alleyway in Brighton when yeah. I walked past. Um, <laughs> I did that the other day with my girlfriend. She was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, uh, you won't get it, babe. <laughs> no, exactly. um, but, but yeah, my uh, my nan is a huge, huge Elvis fan, and she brought me up when I'd stay around there on old Elvis films. She gave me, uh, bless her, she still listens to them when she comes up now, all of her old Elvis records uh, from the 50s. Oh, wow. Um, I've got King Creole, uh, Elvis is Back, the first one he did when he came out of yeah, the yeah, army. Yeah, that's right. GI that. Blues. Uh, and everyone in everyone in my family loves Elvis um, my my uncle Rob his nickname for his daughter is Bubba Big Boots after the song <laughs> Big oh, Boots off yeah, G.I. Yeah. Blues um, and, and yeah it's permeated so like when I'd be with my nan it was always you know oh you you know let's listen to this and my nan's record player would be in the back of the room and yeah. she'd put um, the, the record that always really cooked me in the film was King Creole that yeah, was always the one that, that got me there yeah yeah um, all of the songs through that because I, I didn't realise this but King Creole was a film that was written for James Dean 
Oh, and when James I Dean that. died, I that. Uh, oh. they rewrote the story because it's originally called A Tale for, of Danny Fisher or something. And it was yeah. originally uh, his character was just a busboy. And then they rewrote it for Elvis that he was going to be a busboy who turned into a singer. And it's one of the, I think, it's probably Elvis's best dramatic yeah. acting. Yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's before you know the guitar appears out of nowhere, and, he yeah, that's right. and, the, and the routines, aren't yeah, great songs, well. incredible songs. Yeah. And um, uh, Scotty Moore was the first Elvis impersonator <laughs> in that film. Um, the where scene where the scene where he sings <laughs> King Creole, you'll notice when they cut to the guitar solo, it's someone playing on Elvis's J200, yeah, and that person was Scotty Moore. Oh, well, never. so um, so he's got that, yeah, so it's uh, it's an incredible. Incredible uh, wealth of music from my family. My granddad is a massive country and western fan too. Oh, that crosses over as well, which, doesn't it? Which, yeah. which, yeah. very firmly, I resented as a young lad for a long while because I thought it was yeah. uncool. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. right. Um, Likewise, yeah. And then, and then I got into it and realised that there is a inexplicable wealth of songwriting oh, yeah, in exactly. country music, especially right. the stuff. And huge links as well. Oh, well, this is the thing I've realised when you sort of put the legwork in is that like rock and roll is such a. Uh, a mutt of a genre. Yeah. Is to, ge- geographically, rock <laughs> yeah. and roll is completely different. If you go to, you know, if you went to, I don't know, Chicago in 1958, the sound of rock and roll would be very different if you went to Memphis. Yes. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? And it's, and it's like, <laughs> that's my attitude towards it is, yeah. you know, rock and roll is, is, is whatever you make of it. And it's not just, you know, uh, three chords. It's an attitude towards it. It's when you take something that is, you know, that's the joy of rock and roll, especially for like, you know, you look at that generation of rock and rollers, which I'm always jealous of in my nan. Mm. Uh, she was of the generation where like rock and roll was, you know, they said Keith Richards said the world turned into, you know, Technicolor. And that was what my nan had. Mm. Yeah, and sure I was right. like, what was it like before, you know, Elvis mm. and Little Richard? And she yeah. was like, there wasn't anything. No, no there, was, there wasn't there anything. Was, there was no right. music for kids. I, 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 yeah. And that's and I didn't realise just the term teenager didn't exist until before <laughs> Elvis. No. I, 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 and that's right, the thing exactly, is. With the Bobby Socks and stuff like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's a remarkable cultural phenomenon. And that's that's the thing that that I think people often forget about rock and roll is it's like we said a, a minute ago uh, in one of the breaks was that rock and roll is such a leaping point it's such a, yeah. a gateway yeah, right. to so many other yeah. genres so many other genres we yeah. should we should have a bit of live shouldn't we we will we will should we play yeah let's have a couple of tunes a couple of tunes and then you can get yourself prepped up right. do your vocal scales uh-huh. and such like and then we'll uh, we'll hear a bit of the uh, live sort of Lovely. I'm not going to say what this one is but uh, we'll talk you, you, you can see if you can guess on it and uh, we'll, we'll come back after
Rocket and don't be late, baby. We're pulling out about half past eight. Going round the corner and get a bill. Everybody in my car's gonna take a little nip. Move on out, oozing and cruising along. So I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack on that. Uh, Parley's choice is there. Uh, I guessed it. Yeah. I got this title wrong. Fire in the hole. <laughs> fire in the hole. Shaking Stevens and he's fire in the hole. So no wonder he's shaking. But um, <laughs> you know the story. No, go on. You tell us. Here we go. We can see our mic with. It was uh, right uh, just before um, Elvis died when they were doing in the jungle room, and they'd knocked that up as an instrumental, and he loved it, and he was going to put the vocals down, and never did it. So it was just this uh, TCB band uh, instrumental, really, and Shaky Stevens did uh, a version with the with the vocals. The vocals. So uh, that was it. Probably a little bit what it would have sounded like, maybe yeah, that's right. a little bit. Not too far off, is it really? And then the second one was uh, because uh, poor old Stephen, he's uh, got he a sick note. His mum sent in a sick note, so, so I'll, I'll put it in the register. That was Rocket eighty eight. From uh, Jackie Brenton, yeah, uh, which is uh, Ike Turner, I believe. Yeah, good wishes, best wishes, Stephen. I know there he's in his uh, silk smoking jacket at the moment with a load of uh, pillows propped up behind him. 
So um, we wish him well. I'm sure he'll be back for the next one. So, But now we've got a bit of live. It's our hey. second live session since we've been back here. Andy Gallagher, last time, gave us a fantastic session. And now it's over to Ethan Wilson, giving us some live in the studio. What a treat. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome tonight's special guest. Chatting with the guys and also playing live, it's Ethan Wilson. Just late one night Picking all the country blues It didn't feel right Looked to the drummer And that's what to do He said Number love the boogie Man and play the blues He said the double up boogie Double up boogie Double up boogie Show me your boogie good Well I'm the swinging Little picker in my neighborhood My rock and rhythm Show feels good People coming after What music I like I said the double up boogie Made me boogie all right I said the double up boogie Double up boogie, double up boogie, show me your boogie good. Well, it's one, two, three, four, I can rock you all night and be ready for more. Better syncopation, rhythmic invasion, there'll be steam coming off the dance Instead of singing patience, rhythmic invasions, there'll be steam coming off the dance floor. Yeah. Well, I'm a steady little picker in my neighborhood. My rock steady rhythm, show feels good. People coming after my music, I like I say the double up boogie, make me boogie, alright, I say the double up boogie. Double up boogie. Double up boogie show, make it boogie. Double up boogie show, make it boogie. Double up boogie show, make it boogie good. Yeah. Oh. Double up boogie. Yeah, I wrote that one uh, after I'd had a little uh, jam session with a local legend, Jackson Sloan. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And uh, he yeah. was, uh, weren't quite. Oh, yeah. They were playing in Chocolate Park last yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he weren't quite feeling the groove, and he looked at me and went, Ethan, can you double up the boogie? And I was like, oh. of course I can. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then, Just uh, for you. And I yeah. ran home that night and wrote that song. So, oh, brilliant. Um, that was called The Double Up Boogie. Um, this next song I'm going to do is called The Richfield Rock 670, and this song was is about a train. It's right. in uh, a museum, an outdoor museum in uh, California, in Burbank, called Travel Town. And every time we go to America on holiday, we'd go there, and there's a photo of me sat on the on one of the wheels of the train from a right little whippersnapper up until now. Yeah. So, this one's about that. It's called the Richfield Rocks. It sounds a little bit like a Johnny Cash song. So here we go. Well, I may have seen the sunshine and I may have seen the rain Felt all the grass grow in every river's vein May have traveled far and wide but there's one thing that I know I'll be running for the station when I hear that whistle blow. Ready for my famous train yeah. noise. Here we go. Here we go. 
This gun's running from deep down south, comes headed up the coast. Flying by the trains at speed you used to bowl. The engineer cries out about a mile down the line. Richfield Rocks 270 is making perfect time. She's a Richfield Rocks 670. She's the fastest on the line. Engine full of fire and a belly full of steam. New waiting at the station when her pain rate starts to clean. I had to leave my folks a couple, a couple months ago. Last time I saw them, I heard the whistle blow. Heading for the station with my suitcase in my hand. Don't let that long black fairy take me to the promised land. She's a rich field rock 670. She's the fastest on the line. Engine full of fire and a belly full of steam. Be waiting at the station when her fingers start to clean. Now, as I stepped from the platform, a young boy said to me, Richfield Rock 670, man, what a sight to see. She'll beat you and she'll greet you, yeah, she'll beat you and she'll treat you. I've got a picture of this train on my wall. One more time, she's a Richfield Rock 670. Fastest on the line Engine full of fire And a belly full of steam Be waiting at the station When her finger starts to gleam Brilliant, thank you very much Thank you um, Yeah, I was about a train This next one's not about a train <laughs> This is about my first proper little breakup and this song is on all the good streaming platforms, all the bad ones too. It's on Bandcamp and everything. It's called No Use. I wrote this song, oh, about three or four years ago, and I recorded it in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, wow. At the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, they do like little, little $20 faux recording sessions. You can go in there and record one of their songs. And I said, no, can I record one of mine? And the guy was in there like, yeah, sure you can, bud. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and the guy in there said it was like it reminded me of Roy Orbison, and that was a oh, compliment. Well, so well, it's called cool. No Use. Yeah. yeah. I do well not to sit and think about you in the day when when I fall asleep and my guard is down my mind wanders and I dream of you I know I don't want your love and you don't want mine but when I find myself in the solitude of the places we once shared I think all about our actions And how much we should have cared mm -hmm. It's no use Thinking of what we had Through the road Cross-tinted hayside Happy photograph I know 
Lovely chord at the end there. Thank you very much. What's the chord at the end there? Uh, it's like a C chord without the uh, trousers on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> like a sort of suspended type thing. Yeah, there's um, guitar players out there with uh, good hearing. It's a touch of the Burt Bacharach about that. Yes. Lovely. I've got you. Um, I'll do one more. Yeah, go on. This one is the one that I mentioned earlier about my first little crush. And oh, for any yeah, budding yeah, yeah. rock and rollers out there who want to write a song about a little crush, Go ahead and write it, kids. <laughs> this is called uh, Give In To Me. My tongue gets tight when I, I talk to her. My heart, it jumps when she says my name. Don't know why I feel this way. Guess I will to the end of my day. Darling, come on, just give in to me. The smile, your smile is way beyond compare. With your bright blue eyes and your long, long curly hair. It gives me a feeling I don't know why. Whenever I walk my head in the sky. Darling, come on, just give in to me. You know I think about you night and day Just wondering how do you get my way I wanna tell you I love you so Baby, baby, oh please don't go I give you all I got to give and more Shiny red cars and a promise on top floor Don't you mind how long I'll be Yes, just you wait and you will see Darling, come on, just give in to me Here we go! Apartments on top floor. Don't you mind how long I'll be? Yes, and just you wait and you will see. Darling, come on, just give me to me. Darling, come on. 
come on, just give in to me. Darling, come on, give in to me. Yeah. There you go. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And another, another lovely call at the end. Oh, yeah. I thought Beatles-y type oh called yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, oh that yeah. is quality. Look at that. Fantastic. Thank you very much. So if you want to see you live, have you got gigs coming yes, up? Yes, I do. I even wrote this down as ahead, uh, ahead of this. The next gig with <laughs> the band prep. is, drumroll please. Here we go. That's it. In my notes. In my notes. Here we go, kids. Oh, oh look at this. No tension. No tension at no all. No pressure. Only the tension. You can hear it. Here we go. Here we go, kids. Right. The next gig... For the Ethan Wilson Band is August the 6th at Peggy Sue's. That's a Saturday, everyone. So oh, of course it is. Tums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the same day when you were in the afternoon? Uh, no. Uh, no, that, I thought you were... I thought I was the 30th. Uh, yeah, I it? thought it was the 30th. I thought you were the 30th in the evening. No, apparently not. No, I... I ah, cross wires. Cross wires. Yeah. So you're in the evening of August, August the 6th. That's the okay. ticket. I'm playing at um, Sax. Meant to be playing at Sax that evening, so oh, I can't remember. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? So you've got, you've got... Have you got anything else in the diary after that? Uh, I've got a bunch of gigs in August. Every weekend yeah. in August, I'm playing a gig. But if you check me out on the Instagrams and such, and yeah. all the Facebook, the socials. Instagram is Ethan Wilson Rock and Roll Show, and Facebook is just Ethan Wilson Music. So if you look me Brilliant. up, you'll find me on there, and all of my up and coming things will be on all there. All the days. And if anyone wants to get like a stream or a hard copy, if it's available, of your music, it's uh, you've got you've got my single No Use, which is my old single. That's on Spotify, iTunes. Yep. It's on Bandcamp. It's on all the things. Yeah. Um, hard Brilliant. copies are yet to come. Oh, okay, right. But uh-huh. you can uh, you can do the the band camping if you feel like uh, Brilliant. throwing some dosh across oh, yeah. my website. Where did you um, where did you record it incidentally? Yeah, uh, so I was I went on the like uh, touristy tour. Yeah. Of Nashville, I went to yeah. the the rock and roll and country uh, the country hall of fame and stuff. And you buy a, a part like you buy a two part ticket and you can uh, you can go to the country hall of fame and RCA, historic RCA Studio B. But I I'd said to I said to my mum, who I went with at the time, I was like, oh, 19. There was a big, there's a big music festival there. Ronnie Spector was playing, J.D. Oh, wow. McPherson was playing. We went yeah. for that, but we ended up going for Nashville in, in, in the end. And, uh, and I said, we've got to go and have a look at the Opry. And she was like, well, what's the Opry? And I'm like, it's kind of like the mecca of country music. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's where everyone played. It's yeah. either where everyone played and did really well, or someone played yeah. and got kicked off. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, exactly. And dependent on w- which kind of country star you want to be, yeah. it's one or the other. Each is an achievement. Um, but I went there and up in the back in what used to be what I imagine was the control room, they had a, a guy in there with a little computer and a little microphone. It wasn't anything special, but you could pay $20 and they'd make a record for you. And I just went, well, <laughs> all right. And I thought I needed to make a single at the time. So I went in, gave them my $20 and they they had a list of songs that they'd obviously had the, um, mm. the, uh, like rights to, yeah, yeah, uh, and I thought well, I'm not going to pay twenty dollars to sing someone else's song. Yeah, yeah. So I said to them, "Well, <laughs> can I do my own?" And he was like, "Sure." And so I did that, did that. And, and you listen to the you listen to the record. There's no mixing, wow, no nothing it on is. it. It's just as it is, which is in hindsight, in hindsight, is uh, a faux move on my part. Right. But I was young and eager to put it out, so <laughs> I just went. Ah, oh, I know better just than everyone it, else and did it. So. So what have you? How many tracks have you actually recorded yet? Uh, Oh, uh, when I did that, it was only the one. Yeah. Um, but recently, I was in the studio with my band. We recorded. We've recorded four songs. We've got oh. an original song coming out. Which this is the first to hear about it in the Ooh, world. This, this got, I've got an original song that's going to come out. I'm hoping sometimes in late August, early September time. Where was this recorded? This was recorded at SS2 over in Southend. Oh, okay. Uh, with Reese Brimfield, who yeah, I know. is an absolute. Uh, 
wizard when yeah. it comes to things. He uh, pushed me in directions that I never thought I, I would go. Because uh, that's my thing, you know, uh, I, when it came to recording stuff, is I didn't want to be boxed in by like, oh, you know, so you play the sort of 50s, 60s inspired yeah. stuff. That mm-hmm. means you want slap back, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, all live, ribbon mic. And I was like, yeah, I want that. But like, I also want you to be able to go, yeah. don't worry, you've got that bit wrong. We can just do that little bit again. You haven't yeah. got to redo the whole take. Well, especially for my first record. I didn't want yeah. to be like pigeonholed into what... Uh. You know, the, that's right you set in one direction yeah exactly and it's yeah. a risky thing especially when you're making your first record and you don't yeah. really know what you're doing for someone to come along and say this is the way to do it and it's mm-hmm. the way to do it in 1959 it's mm. kind of scary yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a lover of analogue technology but just a, um, a digital mindset yeah I no, okay, that makes um, sense and so, yeah Reese was in there and uh, my single that I just came out Boss and Over Baby yeah that, uh, that was re- it was a really incredible experience recording that because Reese was really with it, especially playing with Terry and Roy, who were yeah, like, well, if we're making a record, we have to cut it live. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, of course. And that really, I felt like it really came across on the record mm-hmm. that it sounds like a live band. It's got a lot yeah, of energy yeah, yeah. in it. Um, and for me, that, that you know, there's a guy called J.D. McPherson, who's my absolute hero. He, yeah, you'll yeah. come to find that when I play a few of my favourite songs later. J.D. is my, uh, he is the person who made me realise that to play this sort of music is a viable thing, and it should be, and it's a viable songwriting medium, and he is my absolute hero. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to it. He he truly is, and um, and I spoke to him once at a festival, and I said, I I, I how well, how do you do it? How do you do it? Mm. And he said, man, it's all about the live energy, man. He's like <laughs> in the room, in the in you know you you focus on each other, you play, and that's it. And 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 I spoke to him. I said, you do you know cut your vocals live? He was like, yeah, but sometimes I prefer to come back and overdub them. And and it made me realise that if you know, if you're making a cake, right. Make sure that the recipe for the sponge is good. <laughs> then you can do the icing. <laughs> right? right yeah, so, uh, you know, it's all, all anyone who wants to make a record, make sure your sponge is good. Yes. Uh, That's good uh, sound advice. Because uh, exactly. no one wants... A uh, cake might look great, but yeah, yeah. if you realise it's a fruitcake underneath, <laughs> no right, one's yeah. going to be very happy. Exactly. Anything with lemon in it, I'm not a fan of that. No, you can keep those I, I'm a firm carrot cake believer, but that might just be because I'm ginger. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and uh, so recording with those boys was incredible. Um, so it's all out there. If anyone wants to stream it, wants to get involved that's, with it, that's it's all, all on the, all links, all on the links and all on the that's things on my Instagram. Stuff. It's all on, on the, the Spotify as well, isn't yeah, it? All, on the all, all of the all of the the streaming platforms. Fantastic. That's that brilliant. is a brilliant set, Ethan. Thank Top you. work. A pleasure to have you on board. You're coming back shortly to do a few tunes. He's mm. off to the uh, Shipful of Bombs green room now. <laughs> Join the mini bar there. That's all right. It's all free. And all, free. all the magazines have been donated from the old doctor's waiting room. So um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's happy to pay for the walk at the time. No, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna have a couple of tunes, and then we're back for some bits got, and bobs. Yeah, we've got a few bits and bobs. Got a few bits and bobs to get in there. Get out on me, yeah. So I'm gonna lead in with uh, this is uh, we were talking about the stray cats earlier. This is <laughs> playing stray cats. This is Phantom Rocker, and Earl Slick of all the things. Brilliant. Did you get that? Did you get that album. Uh, I, no, I'm 90s. aware of the album. I don't think I've got it. It's now. a great album. Ethan, do you know that one? I've slipped on an L slick before, but never, uh, never. <laughs> <heard of anything. laughs> yeah, exactly. Good he, he, he played the railway as well, didn't he? I know. So that, was a, that was a touch. So this is basically the Stray Cats <laughs> without Setzer, but with L slick, Lennon and Bowie's guitar sitting in with them. <laughs>
Back in the room. Oh, we're back in the room. Oh, we've just done a little jive then. 
Ah, a whip oh, chomp, isn't that? Oh, yeah, doing oh. the old uh, backstep there to it. So um, that was Mike Sanchez uh, and his band. I think some of the tracks feature Imelda May on them, um, but that's a great album. Ah. Yeah, they do. So that is uh, Drifting by Mike Sanchez. Proper heavy-duty pianist. Yeah, yeah, and before that, I can't what I had now. I had Phantom Rocker and Slick. Of course I did. Of course which um, Slim Jim Phantom, Lee Rocker and Earl Slick uh, depping in for um, Brian Setzer. And what a fine album it is. Really good piece of work. So uh, get involved with that if you fancy it. Beautiful. We're John. just saying, on, just quickly, saying John. to uh, Nathan on the previous rock and roll, uh, our Levi Dexter's one, I guess. Yeah. And if absolutely. you fancy backtracking. I just found this picture. I was looking for that picture of him and um, Johnny Rotten, but I found a picture of him and Alice Cooper instead. Oh. <laughs> that would do. Well, there you go. <laughs> there they are. But... Uh, that's, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got amazing stories, isn't he? Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We'll post <laughs> got it up later. Radio. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so, yeah, go on. You've got some bits to wheel out, roll we out. Have, and um, well, on. yeah, we're doing the 13th anniversary, so I thought we'd you know, flog some of those dead horses that we've been flogging <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, sort of previous the studio. Tw- 12 years yeah, yeah. and nine months. Um, but we, we sort of gave up to, to move ahead. But, uh, yeah, so I put out a few puns. Oh, um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Earlier. Uh, we uh, we used to do every month. Uh, oh, you know, it's it's a bit hot at the moment, isn't it? It is a bit. So uh, I put out for hot bands, hot, <laughs> hot songs, bands. sort of thing on on the old puns. And the ones I gave out as a as a start for ten uh, was uh, <laughs> "Stand by Your Fan." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've deliberately avoided these, so I'm not seeing what's coming. No woman, no fry. Oh. <laughs> Oliver's armpits. <laughs> Uh, that's on the songs <laughs> on the bands uh, Muggy Waters oh Tom Sweaty <laughs> and of course uh, we're seeing them on uh, Saturday the Humid League <laughs> so we put that out and uh, so we've had a, had a few people uh, chip in Claire Pickford Vanilla Ice Lolly <laughs> Mark here uh, producing site Steely Fan oh yeah, brilliant Popey previous uh, producer yeah. Heat Me With Your Rhythm Stick <laughs> Uh, Mark again, Dean Friedman. Oh, um, yes. Elton, Elton Pong. <laughs> Brilliant. Didn't uh, Lord Hastings come in with one as he well? He did, yeah, yeah. All, all in good time. <laughs> Doug Kay, sweat, sweat, sweat. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, David Wright, uh, he had a few there. Bake Plastic Trees by Radiohead. <laughs> That's a good show. Uh, Sticky in a moment, you can't get out of you two. Right. Cooler Shaker. Oh, yes, very oh. good. Uh, a brown called Malice, the jam. Oh, oh dear, oh. yeah, steady on. A lot so, <laughs> 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 a lot of but moving on anyway. Is that a theme from Sharp as well? <laughs> <laughs> in, in brackets. So. Uh, <laughs> Paul Rosenwald, uh, Fan Morrison, uh, Doug Kay again with Kate Bushfire. Oh dear. And Aircon John. <laughs> Aircon John. Yeah. Oh, my favourite actually yeah, yeah. was Doug as well, Desmond Deckchair. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Stephen Hastings, uh, Joy Division's Perspiration. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mrs. P got involved. Yeah. Uh, we got a cool box and we're going to use it. <laughs> uh, Terry Chaney, your, oh, uh, right, okay. your bass player, he's in. Uh, Midnight to Six Tan by The oh, Sweaty Things. Oh, yeah, very that's good. That's a good track, yeah, I like it. Um, Martin Cutmore, yeah, Martin's on the old... Oh, yeah, uh, he's Martin. riffing. He does the yeah. classic. Yeah. Once he's on a... One riff, it's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every breath you bake, okay, yeah. Bake me, I'm yours. <laughs> uh, the winner bakes it all. Brilliant. Here we go. Bake on me. That's it. Uh, Matchball to Martin. Also, um, yeah. one of your uh, favourites from back in the day, Sweaty Boo. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're nearly there, don't worry. Uh, Anthony, Who's that from? That was Martin Cutmore as well. Oh, okay. Oh, he's, he he's gone off. Yeah. Yeah, he go, yeah, we're off on a tangent. Yeah, good work. Anthony Alfred's Wu Tang fan. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Fan nice. Halen. I think he's a bit yeah. of a Martin yeah, Cutmore. Yeah, yeah. Camper fan. <laughs> heat <laughs> over. Oh, no. Camper fan heat oven. Right. Little heat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Son of Dave. I wasn't sure about that one. Son of Dave. Perhaps he means son. S U N. It's just yeah. typoed him. No, oh, oh, don't, don't buy an O. Yeah, exactly. They, they can't win them all. Hearth, wind and fire. Oh. Poaches and cream. Oh. Fernice Williams. Oh, yeah. That's a stretch. Fire straights and burn the base. Oh, okay. Is Wind this all Anthony Alfred? That's all Anthony Alfred. Oh, he's he's yeah. kept it at a Grant Philpot. Yeah. Uh, Renee, she smells like teen's armpits. Hey. Grant Philpot, your thong. Of course. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Darren Lee Goddard, yeah, the old uh, yeah, the old artist, uh, yeah. Adam and the Pants. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Martin Cutmoy, that old Robus, Roy Orbison classic frying. <laughs> uh, Stephen Hastings, Thin Sizzly. That's the one. Nice. Kevin Butler, the 33 degrees. Oh, yes, very good. That was a good one. Martin Cutmore, Sun Blockheads. Yeah. And Sweet. Sweat Jean Vincent. Oh, yeah. He's even going on the old rock and roll bit. He's getting in there. He's double points. On brand. Exactly. Yeah. Double points. Oliver Lippold, Drought 66. And Scorchio Speedwagon. Oh, well. You have a card there. Three more. Martin Cutmore, Friday, I'm in Love. Yeah. Rene Poole Simon. Right. Last one with Oliver Lippold, one of your bands, The Heat Strokes. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll allow that. Good work. Good, Good work. work. Yes, Thanks, well everyone. Done. You've earned yourself a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, will think I can see why we dropped that feature now. <laughs> It's fine. It's, but, a good, yeah. it's, a, it's a good chat. Good work with all that. Maybe we bring it back for just another <laughs> 13 years. Anniversary. Yeah. Every, on, on the anniversary <laughs> of the year. Every 13th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Brilliant stuff. No, so you got any gigs or anything like that? Gig-wise, what have we got? Uh, Howling Black Soul uh, playing at Saks on August the 6th and then at Peggy's on August the 24th okay. um, with, I can't remember the name of it, but Kelly Buckley's son's band. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, opening for us. I've got a Curious name, I can't what it is. Mm. So, uh, and this is me personally. On August the 30th, I'm doing a sound of daytime disco from two till six. All very civilized oh, and polite. Yeah. How about that? Mm. So, uh, July, not August. 30th of July, so it is. Yes, thank you. Uh, road uh -huh. manager correcting on the dates there. Yeah, that's right. 30th of July, so it is. That's it. 30th. 30th of July. So that's like tomorrow or something, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Two till two six. Time. Yeah, it'll be strange to do it by daylight, but I've done it before, but it'll be larks and laughs. So we've got that going on. Um, Ethan, we've got your gigs. What about you lot? Well, I, I knocked a few um, together, then uh, realised they'd all gone by the oh. time this uh, <laughs> the show goes out. Brilliant. So I hope uh, the Human League on Saturday were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they were. And Palooka 5 at, uh, at the Moonraker and Dave Woodcock and uh, at the Cricketers on the 23rd, both of them. Uh, I'm sure they were fantastic oh, shows. Uh, yeah, uh, roaring. Going forward, yeah, uh, um, we've got the long run at the billet, mm. uh, outside of the billet on the 31st. Yeah, and we've got Dior's Howling Black Soul, the Sacks on the 6th. Yeah. And Bob Collum in South Church Park on Sunday the 7th. Who I've still never seen. Really? It was no, it was, like, it was like Plant Man, one of those bands that always turn up for yeah. the last two songs. Always, I mean, I missed it. Bob Collum. I think we were on the same bill when I missed him. Because <laughs> <laughs> Martin Cutmore's in, in his band now, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Martin Cutmore was there, but he was on his way out. Oh. So, um, 
uh, we're just a, I don't know what's probably our planets are permanently out of alignment. It's really oh, weird. Oh, that's a shame. Our cycles aren't in sync. Um, so, um, and do have we got a rundown of anything that's coming up? Oh, on you also the ship for the bombs. Yeah, do you want to do it, Mike? Yeah. Do you want to do it, Mike? There we go. Okay, on uh, Sunday we have fresh air to uh, Saichiba. Oh no, sorry, Sunday's that's gone, isn't it? Sunday. <laughs> hang on, that's yeah. in the back catalogue. Back catalogue. Back, <laughs> back catalogue. Get the hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang um, on. Right, on Sunday the thirty-first. That's it. Yeah, we have we've got Tom Burgess, and then on that ten eleven a.m. because Tom doesn't get up early. And then on Sunday the thirty-first <laughs> at seven p.m. you've got Soul Sonic Asylum with Danny London. So that's that's on Sunday as well. Oh. And then going forward, then we have other stuff which I've written up on the schedule, so I don't know what it <laughs> is. Yet. Uh, Check out the website. Yeah. Sfob. The, the, schedule, the schedule will be done um, by by Sunday. It'll be up. Beautiful, lovely job. There we go. That's that. I got a couple of ideas as well. I was thinking about mm. um, on the subject of bands that only gig occasionally. Uh, you know, you get that day of the year flying ants. Oh right. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Th- what about yeah. either a band called the Flying Ants who only gig once a year? Yeah. <laughs> Adam and the Flying Ants. Yeah, Adam and the Flying Ants, that's right. Oh. But you only do one, one, oh, one that would have been a gig. good one, wouldn't it? Adam, Adam and the, the Flying Ants, I have to remember that. And I was watching, I had a bit of a pic- we had a bit of On The Buzzes last month. Oh, didn't we? And I was on the Punk Buzz. Yeah. I can't think we're on the buzz for this month, I'm not sure. You know, anyone on the buzz for anything in particular? You're on the buzz? You've well, got that, to be. That, 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 that Batman album down there is uh, getting, getting one leg shaking. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like completely obsessed with it, but... I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a good album. I played it on Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was a, a yeah, it's a great album. So, um, oh. but, uh, but I was on the on the punk buzz after mm-hmm. watching the Pistol series. Of course. And um, you see the destroy T-shirt everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone should do an enjoy T-shirt and flip it round. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got the same piece of love, man. Yeah, like a piece of love version of destroy, but flip it and make it enjoy. Oh, you can have that. <laughs> I'm copyrighting it here. Like before Forrest Gump where he wipes his face on the T-shirt, isn't it? <laughs> I just thought your mum's costume designer. Oh, yeah, she'd do oh, it. See, look, oh, yeah. Made, there we go. That there could, go. Mum was be, sorted. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Like I'll it. take a skim off. It's all right. Yeah, grab your duff, duffel, Connie. We've pulled the That's right. You can retire now. Book the cruise and everything. Yeah, mate. So, um, sorted. Yeah. Well, I think... Oh, yeah. We, we should have some tunes, then we'll we come back. squeeze in one each more, I think, and then oh, okay. we'll hand over the decks to uh, to Ethan. Which yeah, so yeah. I've got one lined up. Uh, this isn't on uh, any records, but this is uh, Tom Jones uh, from a live TV, yeah. uh, Rock and Roll Medley. Oh, That's a yes. belter. Songs like this. <laughs>
through the night. I hope you have too. Thank you very much. See you soon. And they're doing about those rock and roll. Yeah, they've got it. something better to do. They get the song going out the way. So that was. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you're enough, buddy Ollie, in a funny way. No, so I agree, he yeah. dropped off the radar in a way. Yeah. And, uh, out of the sky, really. <laughs> I saw a um, long run at the weekend, and yeah. in between the first and second set, that's all they play. Just put music on. He's put, he just played Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. It's the sound of fairgrounds. It's the sound of the Curzel <laughs> and like Teddy Boys to me. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. old fairgrounds in when we were growing up. Oh yeah, like or, Carters. Exactly, this yeah. sounds brilliant. But just there's always someone like probably called Spider or Tomahawk working like the bumper <laughs> cars. <laughs> One yeah. way round, no bumping. That's right, exactly. Uh, hopping off the cars and the what, what not. But it's just that sound of Teddy Boys, and, and I think for a, re, like a, a rep of that period, um, that will be the day. Have you seen mm. that film with Ringo and David Essex? Uh, I haven't. No. Oh, oh that's a great film. You've got to get involved. Really. In that. 
It's uh, it, I can't remember directed it, but it's set in the fifties. It's set in fifties right. in fifties Britain. The things like Butlins Holiday Camps. Oh great! And David Essex is one of the uh, like blue coats, isn't he? Yeah. And Ringo Starr's like one of the music house like the musicians who plays in the band on the couch. Oh, sick. And it's the absolute essence of nineteen fifties Britain. Of course, with it a great is. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, called that will be the day, Richie. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> exactly. But, um, but it's the sort of Teddy Boy scene, and it's drifted off a bit. Yeah. But, so, but we're going to have some tunes. Ethan's opened up his yeah. Uh, DJ crates. Yeah, my old DJ crates. Oh, uh, I mentioned this earlier as my pivotal moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is yeah. This is it. This 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 first song I'm going to play for you guys is um, Elvis Presley's version of "Baby, What You Want Me to Do," the Jimmy mm. Reed song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and. As I said earlier, I'd had a really naff day at school. I was in year 10. Mm. So I was just starting my GCSEs. And I came home and had a really dreadful day at school. And this, for some reason, was suggested to me on YouTube. And I watched it. And I remember calling my granddad and going, Granddad, can I borrow your guitar? My granddad played Mm. guitar as a side note, but not very well. Right. Uh, I was like, the first time I ever tried to play guitar was when I was like eight. And he tried to teach me. And I remember coming downstairs once before dinner and he was playing Tequila by the Champs oh, yeah, very yeah, badly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I went to him, oh, Granddad, let me, teach me that. And he went, no. <laughs> uh, one day, learn your scales first. Yeah, yeah. I put the guitar down, never picked it up again until I was like, what, 14, 13, 14? Anyway, this is the song that made me want to pick it back, back up again. Oh. It's, uh, it's at the point in the first sit-down show yeah. where Elvis mm-hmm. has looked at Scotty Moore and gone, you know what? I want to play your electric guitar. You, sh- you, the lead guitar yeah. player on my records. No, this is my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this is it, baby. What do you oh, want to do? This brilliant. is the reason why I started playing guitar, and all, all the rest is history. Fantastic.
love the way you talk. Well, yeah, baby. Speaking little, saying a lot. Well, yeah, baby. I love the way you walk. Well, yeah, baby. Looks like you're dancing, but you're not. Well, yeah, baby. I love the way you love. Well, yeah, baby. You give it everything you got. Well, yeah, baby. Woo. Oh, baby. Sing a song, I'm in love with you. Yeah, that's a great show. Go on, Ethan. How about that? that? Yeah, so like the the Elvis song that was like we was just saying in between what we was listening to that. It's um the attitude behind it. Elvis, mm. not a particularly accomplished guitar player, just sitting there and absolutely thrashing on that's Scotty right. Moore's electric, like <laughs> yeah. big old jazz box and making yeah. it sound like it's going through a Marshall or something. But yeah, that was the song that really turned me on to on to what I wanted. And I didn't know what it was when I first heard it. I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. I sort of knew that it was rock and roll, but I didn't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long while refining that. And all of my family will say, if they've heard that riff once, they've heard it a thousand times. <laughs> because when I figured out how to do it, yeah, yeah. I didn't stop. I was playing that for months on end. Just oh, that, wow. that riff over and over again. You should have got, got you to do that. I, you I, to... I, I can demonstrate oh, Yeah, let's have a go. We'll have a guitar I, I lesson. Can, I can still do it, right? I'll just le- I'll do it like Johnny Cash and lean into this one, right? Yes. So, it's like, so the riff is this. So it's finger on the yep. A string on the second fret, then up to the fourth string, yep. then up to the fifth string, yep. and then in between those you throw a low E, and then suddenly you're going. <laughs> there we go. And then when you got that, you go to the A string, D string even. So Fantastic. 
that riff is one of those grooves you can just it's just do that for the next off. 30 minutes <laughs> yeah for the next 30 minutes yeah. just yeah. sit and do that but yeah. that's that 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 was it and i i remember i learned it on i my first guitar was the guitar that i was bought when i was little which was a naff uh squire Starcaster. It's not the yeah. cool Starcaster. It was a Stratocaster called the Starcaster, yeah. which I'm is the reason why I'm sure today that I still think Strats are toy guitars. <laughs> I, I can't play one <laughs> because it was it. like it was my yeah. first guitar, and I'm like, oh, it's still horrible. Um, but I learned to play that on a NAF Amazon acoustic guitar that was black. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, Elvis played a black one. That's yeah. I need a black guitar. Yeah. If it's black, it looks great, yeah. right? Um. But yeah, so it was um it was a, an education ever so like it was a quick education into like attitude and playing guitar, and for a while I I I was adamant that Elvis was the best guitar player ever and that he was better than Jimi Hendrix and all of my family was like Ethan you're just wrong and I was like <laughs> no I am correct and I evidently wasn't but speaking of uh, Jimi <laughs> Hendrix uh, that type of uh, what's it called uh, in- innovation shall we say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On people like Chuck Berry, like that that song Betty Jean, uh, it's not necessarily one of the first Chuck Berry songs that I ever listened to, but I think it's it, I think it's an excellent uh, uh, encompassing track of all the mm. things that Chuck Berry did, you know, quite beautifully in the early like late fifties yeah, yeah. and mm. early sixties. Maybe mm. like so much when he starts getting into the sixties and seventies, yeah. I kind of lose interest as yeah, much. Yeah. But his guitar playing, his guitar sound, all of that business is just, it's stunning. And that's that big, thick, yeah. warm sound that we you can only hear get. We can everywhere. The Stones in particular. Oh, completely. You know, it, it, Richards and stuff. If you, uh, this is my advice to anyone who wants to play guitar, not just rock and roll. You need to do a deep dive into playing like Chuck Berry. If yeah. you can play like Chuck Berry, yeah. you can play over 70% of songs there are. <laughs> exactly. Chuck Berry's playing, and, it, it's, yeah. uh, and this isn't an understatement. Chuck yeah. Berry's playing has influenced Every guitar player, mm-hmm. yeah. even if they don't know it, that's right. Yeah. Even if they don't yeah, yeah. know it, if someone mm. thinks that they've been influenced by the deepest, darkest annals of thrash metal, yeah. you will be able to trace it back, probably <laughs> through someone like Tony Iommi. Yeah, yeah. Back to Chuck Berry. That's right. And it's like you, and that's what that's always what like my, my folks have said. You know, you got to learn the building blocks first. Yeah. Exactly. Go that's right. And exactly. it's um, get that cake right. right. Get, make <laughs> sure you yeah, exactly. make sure your sponge is good. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, I I think Chuck Berry's guitar playing and, and his lyrical content as well. Oh, too, exactly. There, there is something to behold. Yeah, it's almost uh, early rap the way those lyrics. It, the, go. the lyrics fall over. There's yeah. a, there's a word for every note. Is what Tom That's Jones right. said about it. Uh, he yeah. said that was the most incredible thing about him was the fact that it's he, percussive he, almost, he, isn't it? It is, and it really yeah. is like it's a story, and it's and it's something that that I think often rock and roll music can often overlook. Yeah, that, no, you're right. You know, and that's maybe one of the things that why I lean away from rockabilly so much is rock. I, yeah. I, I'm a firm believer that rockabilly and rock and roll are two separate entities. No, that's true. Um, and rockabilly, I often can find, is more akin to disco in the sense that you just want to have a dance to it. Yeah, and no, I probably that's upset true, yeah. a lot of people with yeah, yeah. big quiffs saying that rockabilly is <laughs> like disco. But <laughs> no, you've already pissed the mods off. By yeah, exactly. I don't care. Anyway, so okay, I don't exactly. care. That's you know, right. and the disco fans, <laughs> fans everyone, exactly. come at me. Uh, you'll, I'll maybe, I'll maybe win the disco fans around yeah, later. Yeah. yeah, of course, exactly. But um, yeah. Anyway, like Is I said, go on, yeah, go on mate. No, no, I was going to say, look at what you say. What you going to say? No, Sorry, I was just going to say it's the, the Elvis and Chuck Berry in the early stages of me playing guitar were like it. Uh, and Chuck Berry is the first guitar player that I truly learned to play like. I've, I I still stand by yeah. now. I can do a pretty good impression of Chuck Berry on guitar. That is, but it's, that you say it's all there though. You can trace it all back. It's yeah, the source, you, isn't it? You want to you want to play like Angus Young? Learn to play like Chuck Berry. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's a heavy version. So what's your next tune? Just my to next the clock's tune. Ticking, so we my next tune, tune is a track by my aforementioned hero, Mr. J D. McPherson, and this song is called Bossy. Oh. 
me to St. Louis later on down the river. A freighter said she's been here, but she's gone, boy, she's gone. I found a trail in Memphis, but she just walked up the bluff, raised a few eyebrows, and went on down alone. Now won't you bat it down by Baton Rouge, River Queen, roll it on. Take that woman on down to New Orleans, New Orleans. Go on, I've had enough, dump my blues down in a girl. She loves you, Big River, more than me. I've got to get that. I can't believe I've never seen it, never heard the album. This yeah. Every every Podro's education, every time we get the guests in, we always learn something new, don't we? Yeah, yeah that. We always come over with a tick list of uh, new bits to dig into, so that is fantastic. I did see Johnny Cash. Did you? Yeah. Did I you? Yeah. I nearly saw uh, Chuck Berry locally, and yeah. that didn't come off, but I did see Johnny Cash. Really? That's one with you. Yeah, there you go. Glastonbury. Man. Man. Oh, Glastonbury. I've yeah. seen that on the YouTube, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Swift, swiftly wow. Rage Against the Machine. Really? Oh, <laughs> that's a slot. Oh, man. That's not yeah. a bad afternoon's work. You're right. Yeah, exactly. like, um, but yeah, those two songs, uh, the, the first one was uh, Bossy by J.D. McPherson. Mm. And I, I, I will just say this. I'll pay my dues. This man, J.D. McPherson, is without doubt my absolute number one. He, mm. I, mm. I remember getting into him just as I was starting my A-levels when I heard his album Let the Good Times Roll and if I could put my if I could hang my hat on a record changing my life in a full album it's Let the Good Times Roll it came out in 2015 it's got him on the guitar uh, Jimmy Sutton on the bass uh, Jason Smay on drums Doug Corker on sax and Ray Hasildo on the keyboard and mm. uh, for the time that they were together as a band they were the best live band on the planet in my mm. opinion in my humble opinion uh, and I remember seeing that the electric ballroom in what I think was April of 2016, and I remember walking into the room, and JD had his bright yellow TK Smith Jupiter Thunderbird Bo Diddley guitar, mm. and it was on the stage. And he came on, and he was wearing a faded double denim suit, Levi's jacket, Levi's jeans. Other jeans are available, <laughs> and no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> and he absolutely blew my mind. And Bossy is the song that they open with, oh, and I got so attuned mm -hmm. to his gigs. Uh, that uh, if I could, you know, if I heard the like the first notes they were playing, he plays that song in drop D, mm -hmm. and I'm like, if he's in drop D, it's got to be bossy. So, <laughs> yeah, JD, he is my absolute hero. He's playing for um, Robert Plant now. Is he really? Yeah, he's he played at Glastonbury with Robert, oh, Robert, well, Robert Plant really? that, and Alison Krauss. They're doing yeah, this little rock and roll thing. There's a, a bunch of videos that he did for like the Late Show and stuff, and JD's on there. Wow, I think I it was. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, he, I think he was on the One Show with him as well. Oh, so okay. like. His his ability as a, a guitar player and a singer yeah, and all those incredible. things is being recognised by I've, legends as such. So, I've yeah. seen him a few times. Mrs P got me into really. Uh, yeah, she's a huge fan, and she got me into him. And we've seen him a few times. And I, I remember talking to you a few years ago when at the Scala gig. Yeah, of course. And you were right down the front. Yeah. And you're looking at my photos and you're going, yeah, that's, that's me, down me the front. right in the front. Mm, yeah. it's, I, I I am that person. All six, yeah. but one of me, <laughs> excluding Quiff. <laughs> who stands right up the front and is unapologetic about all the short people behind me. Right. should have got there earlier. So. Yeah, right? JD's my man. I've got to see him. Um, <laughs> but if I may segue on to my next song. Yeah. Mm. Um, when Ian got in touch with me about this little shindig that's yeah. happening to tonight, he said that yeah, I should bring along a song that people wouldn't expect. That's the one. Uh, and this, this is something that is directly influenced by uh, my mum and my uncle. Uh, my uncle as a gay man in the 1980s and my mum as a knocking about with a gay man in the 1980s are, were very big on the theatre scene 
uh, in the West End and, of course, around, like, mm-hmm. Old Compton Street, mm. Madam Jojo's, all that sort of business. So G-A-Y. G-A-Y, the lot. And, Ducky. yeah, man, they, they were big up on that scene. Mm. So when I expressed an interest in this next artist, they could only be obliging. <laughs> I, I shan't say the name, but here it is. Thank you. 
I'm going to tell you a story that's all about This job I had one time as a town scout hmm. I'd had a hard day at the office and the boss wasn't in town The day this hair-legged guitar picker just happened to come around hmm. Well, he walks into my office with a great big grin And folks, that's where my story really begins He said, son, my name is Beauregard Rippy you from Tupelo, Mississippi. I write songs and I sing like a bird. I play licks on my guitar like you ain't never heard. But I'm down on my luck, things are just a little slack. I got a quarter in my pocket and a shirt on my back. But you buy me some supper, give me a place I can sleep. Said I'll sing you some songs and knock your head in the creek. I got talent, boy. Sit back home, they call me the Tupelo, Mississippi Flash. in a room with some kind of a nut when he pulled out that pack of used cigarette butts. So that's when I told him we can't use you today. So I hand the boy a dollar and I sent him on his way. Well, the boss got back and we both had a laugh when I told him about the Tupelo Mississippi Flash. And pretty soon I had the story circulating around about this Mississippi nut that we had in our town. I said, watch him, everybody. The boy's squirreling. He walks around, called himself the Tupelo Mississippi Flash. Just happened to have my car radio on When I heard a jockey raving about a brand new smash By a kid called a Tupelo Mississippi Flash Why, well, I almost wrecked my automobile I went through red lights I hit a traffic cop Why, well, my story's got an ending and it's short and sweet The boss man, he fired me and left me out in the street But I got a new job now and I'm learning real fast I'm a driving the bus for the Tupelo Mississippi Flash And his Cadillac, I'm driving that farm too And that yacht he's got And his airplane <laughs> Well, chauffeur, show sure good, I always say As a Tupelo Mississippi, whoever heard of it Why, I'll kill the boy Oh, that's oh, then you're bo- ticking our boxes, Eric. There you go. How about that? This is Jerry Reed, and uh, I mean, look, I've played him regularly on yeah, from yeah, yeah. who's the, the one about the swamp? The one who oh, uh, Amos Moses, a- Amos Moses, yeah, you know, from Guitar Man, we've uh, you know, all the stuff like Wabash Cannonball. I could watch, and particularly when you get him and um, Glenn Campbell or something. Oh, yeah, the, the the Southern Nights riff, the is yeah. is, is, is Jerry Reed's, and that's playing. a tricky riff. Yeah, I can do it though, I never. Quick. Oh, really Let's have it here. This is a bonus. No extra charge. You don't have no extra fee. There it is. Has Hazel Dean been played before Jerry Reed on the radio in that order? No, no. but and I don't think you can get another show where we go from James Dean to Hazel Dean. <laughs> no, well. exactly, all the Deans, all the Deans. But um, yeah, Jerry Reed was a guitar player who I, who I didn't realise for a long while was the sound of some of my favourite mm-hmm. music. Like mm-hmm. uh, the sort of stuff that he did with Elvis in the 
uh, middle late sixties is possibly with the exception of like the sun stuff, my mm. favorite Elvis stuff. Um, there's a story really quickly. There's a story about him when he recorded. Oh, this is a good little segue into my next song. Ah, okay. So there's a story about this. Uh, Jerry Reed was out fishing once and he'd been out fishing for four or five days, just out, out in the woods, out in the lakes, just doing his thing. And, uh, Elvis was in the studio trying to record a song and, the band just couldn't do it. Bearing in mind that this back, this was like the best studio yeah. bands in the country. Yeah, yeah. This was like the RCA studio guys, you know, all of them were sat there doing their thing, like really like digging into it and they just couldn't do the song. So this was the incredible thing about Nashville in the sixties. Like if it's not like today where you're like, Oh, I wish I could mm. sound like this person, you know, I've got to do this that, and the other, mm. like back in that, back in the day, if you wanted to sound like someone, you just get <laughs> them. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Hank Garland couldn't do it. Yeah, you just right. get whoever you needed yeah. in and they come in and do it. Yeah. But, the story goes that they couldn't get a hold of Jerry Reed, and then Jerry Reed, the moment he gets back to his house, is accosted by a bunch of the officials from RCA who are like, "You need to come in. You need to make a record for Elvis." And he's like, "Okay, sure." And uh, and he comes in and he sit down, sits down, and he cuts it. And you can hear him on the first few takes of this song. He absolutely fluffs it, like absolutely, mm. just ruins it. And then he starts getting there and getting there, and then finally, they hit it. They mm. get it together and. They record it, once they've got the full band going, they record it in about two or three takes, and the room is electric. Everyone's on fire. Um, Elvis is over the moon. Because you got to remember, like, 1967, yeah, yeah. when they recorded this, he was yeah. in, like, his mm. NAF yeah. film era. Yeah, and, like, exactly. to have some really, like, films. legit music come along sure, and be like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Elvis, sing it for me. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was the, it was the best. So everyone was in there and was like, right, okay, great, we've made a record. And as they're leaving, one of the Memphis Mafia comes up to Jerry Reed and says, oh, by the way... Because you've got an Elvis to record it, we're going to take 50% of your <laughs> publishing rights. And he was like, no, you're not. <laughs> and they said, sorry, this is usually like the process we go to when we're like getting someone in. And um, and he goes, oh, yeah, well, you're just not going to record my song. And they're like, well, we, 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 you, you can't. We've done it now. And he's like, you go in there and tell Elvis he's not going to release my song. Mm. It, like, I'm keeping the rights or we're not doing it. Mm. And then lo and behold, <laughs> Jerry Reed got his way and he oh, came along. Amazing playing the guitar for Elvis on this that next song called brilliant. Guitar Man. It is oh. my absolute favourite song and I'm very pleased to be able to say that. Fantastic. Well, I quit my job down at the car wash. I left my mama a goodbye note. By sundown, I left Kingston with my guitar under my coat. I hitchhiked all the way down to Memphis. Got a room at the YMCA. For the next three weeks I went a hunting them nightclubs looking for a place to play Well I thought my picking would set them on fire But nobody wanted to hire a guitar man Well I nearly about starved to death down in Memphis I run out of money and luck So I bought me a ride down to Macon, Georgia On an overloaded poultry truck I thumbed on down to Panama City Started picking out some of them all night bars I hoping I can make myself a dollar Making music on my guitar I got the same old story, them all night peers. There ain't no room around here for a guitar man. We don't need a guitar man, son. So I slept in the hobo jungles. I roamed a thousand miles of track. Till I found myself in Mobile, Alabama. Had a club they called Big Jacks. A little four-piece band was jamming, so I took my guitar and I set in. I showed them what a band would sound like. I was a swinging little guitar man. Show them, son.
ever take a trip down to the ocean to find yourself down around Mobile? Make it on out to a club called Jack's if you got a little time to kill. I just follow that crowd of people, you'll wind up out on his dance floor. I'm digging to find this little five-piece group up and down the Gulf of Mexico. I guess who's leading that five-piece band? Well, wouldn't you know it's that swinging little guitar man? Hey, hey. Taylor of the Dandy Warhols, and you're listening to Piley and Mondo's Potterfemia. On Shipful of Moms. www.shipfulofmoms.co.uk There we go. I think Courtney just came out of hibernation, eh? He sounds a little bit sleepy. No, <laughs> but I think he's just had COVID. <laughs> or the, that and the heat as well, so who knows? <laughs> So that was fantastic. Ethan, what a start for the set, much, for the stories, for the songs. Been brilliant, isn't it? Thank oh, you. Oh, absolute treat. Yeah, absolute thanks. pleasure and a treat. Time. Must get you back again as well. Come back again. And yeah, uh, we say, what, what a way to end. What a way to sort of like, you know, close up your account with that one. Fantastic. You say, Jerry, you're ripping it up on an island guitar there. Yeah, man. So <laughs> that's the way to do it. And people are like, oh, I need what, pedals. We were all doing, almost all of us were doing air guitar to that. <laughs> yeah, it's important not to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sort of air picking to it. So, uh, so we're back in a month's time. Hmm. Uh, we will be August, oh, won't got, it? Yeah, and we've got um, Gary from Vix20. What, he's coming in? Yeah, he's, he's coming down in? for it, yeah. No, no he's, never. He's, he's coming down. Blimey. You know why? Is there a new single? Well, no, because when this be his third appearance? Oh, uh, possibly fourth, even. Maybe yeah. he's after his match ball, isn't he? <laughs> That's right, exactly. Oh, we're we're getting one. So we'll look forward to that. And so we're back in a month's time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks to Ethan. Thank Thanks you. to Mark on the decks for uh, depping in at the last minute. It's really appreciated. And uh, that's us. Catch you next month. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye.